Hi Sam, how are you? I'm good, Cal. How are you? Annoyed at all these bloody cars driving past while we're trying to record. Well, while you're being annoyed, Cal, I've what? actually got a bit of a surprise for you. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, fuck so, off. Um, I hate this so much. What do you... Why? I don't know what this is, but I'm sure I'm going to hate it. I hate surprises. <laughs> it's, it's not a good surprise. Good. I've got Matt in this bag, right? No, you don't. I don't you're right, I don't. <laughs> I don't have Matt in this bag. Um, so, Brienne the other day sent me a Valentine's Day gift. Mm-hmm. She simultaneously sent you what I assume is a birthday present, nah, but it's got a little note on it that says Valentine's Day Cal's B-Day present to be opened on air. So, this small talk is going to be this. There you go, Mr. Cal. So when you asked me about um, about small talk and whether I had anything, yeah, what I would knew. you have done if I had something? Oh, I would have overruled it just like I did with your silly little car comment. You, also, it's worst. a shame we didn't record this yesterday because we were meant to record this yesterday originally, and I had no idea when your birthday is. Brienne knew it was vaguely around this time. <sighs> okay, I'm not interesting when I open things, camera. <laughs> so. Brienne asked for a snap. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. It's it's fine. That's that's very nice. <laughs> that is good. I, I will genuinely treasure this. <laughs> I will. I will. I will actually drink out of this. Okay. That is good. Do you want to tell the listeners? Yes. Yes. It's a it's a video shop mug from our very own <laughs> Zazzle store. <laughs> yeah, I got the same thing. Who's Michaela? <laughs> What? It's a sticky note in here that says, enjoy your mug, Michaela. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a handwritten note. Oh, okay. Oh, um, from, from, I'm assuming B. Hang on. Oh, okay, hang on. Dear Callan, have you ever considered the name Michaela if you were a girl? <laughs> I think it's quite fetching and would fit you nicely. Uh- <laughs> Anyway, it's your birthday, so it's custom to tell you happy birthday, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I will tell you the shortest poem I know, and it's entitled Fleas. It goes, Adam Haddam. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good day, Michaela. Love, Sam. (laughs) P.S. I wrote in this because I know how much you love Doctor Who. I I wrote in this blue because I know how much you love Doctor Who. New poem, hashtag thumbs up. Okay. I did not give you a birthday present. I just want to make that abundantly clear. Then it says, PPS, happy birthday, I guess. On the other side of the paper, (laughs) written in different coloured ink. Perfect. What is this? (laughs) I I don't know. Why Michaela? (coughs) Of all names. (coughs) Um, yeah, like I said, I got the same mug <laughs> for Valentine's Day. So, so it is a Valentine's Day present. You didn't see the whole the little notification that came through saying two mugs have been bought off your Zassel store? No. Nah, the see best thing that. is we've been given a gift of of mugs, but also we're going to get about three bucks fifty out of this. <laughs> awesome! I'll spend it on some coffee. <laughs> To have in my cup. Awesome. I'll put that down on a different table. Good. Yeah. Don't put it down on the on the same. Again, we have the gayest logo of all time. 
I just want to point that out. I love it. It's great. But we have the gayest... Oh, and uh, B spelled my name right, which is good. Yeah. I think she, she, she tried hard at that. I wonder, I wonder if she referred to Facebook. She'll probably let me know now that she... Yes, I'm sure she will. Um, and I guess my answer to, have you ever considered Michaela as a name if I was a girl, is no. No, I haven't. <laughs> but nobody calls me anything but Cal anyway, besides cunt. <laughs> so, whatever. Call me whatever you like, babe. All right. So, now to pop the bubble wrap. I'm not going to do them all. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would. But I just sort of roll it up and... <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm savouring this. <laughs> yep, good call. And I and I, I want to preface again... Um, Sorry, we're trying to vamp. Jeff's, Jeff's out. He's in, he's in the toilet at the moment. He's in the litter box. We've got uh, to wait for, for Jeff the one-man house band cat. I just got a message. Like, I sent Brianna a message. I'm like, I'm about, we're about to do the episode, so I'm going to give the thing to Cal. And she's like, film it for me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. Fine. Why Michaela? I don't get Michaela, but okay. I guess you could take Cal out of Michaela. Well, not really, because it's M-C-K-Y-A-Y-L-A. So Cal is in there, but it's surrounded by other letters. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway... On with the show? Hang on. Here comes Jeff. Oh, uh, uh, sup, Jeff? <laughs> Play the music! Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. Kalen. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Sam. Today we saw hidden figures, so we're going to talk about it. Hooray! <laughs> so we just got back from. Um, sh- should we say what else we were doing while we were in town? Um. Yes. What? <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? Should we say what else we were doing while we were in town? Oh yeah. Well, I said Brienne's Valentine's Day gift to her. I'm not a terrible boyfriend. It's only the 22nd of Feb. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, um, yeah, cool, and we sent, um, we sent the VHSs that we promised to send out. Yes. To, yeah. So, if you want a VHS. Yeah. Or a business card, uh, message us on Facebook or Twitter and tell us what your favourite episode of the Video Show podcast is. And, and, and if you, if you guess the same one that is our favourite... Yep, we will. We, we will, have a couple. We have a but couple. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll send you a videotape. Anyway, we went to see this Oscar-nominated film. Yes, it's wait. It's nominated for best picture, best supporting actress, <laughs> best writing adapted, best writing. It's for best writing adapted screenplay. I'm pretty sure that is a Mr. Whippy Van out there. <laughs> can Do we can we just leave it going and go out and get ice cream? Yes. Let me hang is on. it? Hang on. They're not driving past, but I can definitely hear the bells. Them bells they ring a ding ding. 
We'll give you we'll give you regular updates on the, uh, on the, on the status <laughs> the, of ice cream, Mister Whippy Front. So, who got nominated for best supporting actress? Um, Octavia Spencer. She was the one who uh, figured out how to work the computer. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Because I was just going to say, of the three main women, yeah, in she this... played Dollar Dor- 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 Dorothy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. So, spoilers for this movie. Yes. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have really called any one of those girls the main character. I mean, you sort of had to give it to the girl that has the a flashback scene in the beginning. But uh, otherwise, she also was on the center of the poster. Yeah, but all. But that doesn't really take away from the other girls' accomplishments. No, and they were on the screen for just as long. I think it's. I think it's an equally shared story. Yeah, mm. it was interesting how at one point um, the the. The, the steps forward that um, that Dorothy made were ultimately um, detrimental to Catherine? Uh... Yeah, to Catherine's story as a, as a computer, as in yes. a human who, com- who computes things. Yes, yes, mm. correct. So, like, that was sort of interesting. I thought they were going to, you know do something with that, but by that point it was very late in the movie. There yeah. There wasn't really room for it. Pretty long movie, though, but... I, but I, I didn't feel like it dragged out, though. No, it didn't It didn't feel... Yeah, no, it didn't feel... It didn't drag at all. But It, um, it was a very well-paced, well-told yeah. story. Um, I don't want to get too political with this. Me either. Because... None of what... I want to talk about this more in the framing of award shows in the current day than I want to talk about civil rights in the 60s. Because we know that shit was fucked up. And it was and it was fucked up so recently... Yeah. ...that it's important to be reminded of it every now and then that it was our grandparents who were doing this. Not... Not our great-great-grandparents, not our great-great-great-grandparents. You mean segregation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was it was people who are now about, you know, 70 or 80. Yeah. And it's important to know that so we don't repeat the mistakes. But, it, like, I think people often chalk this shit up as something that happened in the long past. Yeah. It wasn't. It really, really wasn't. And, and that's not to say that we are in any risk of slipping backwards to those sorts of things. I don't think we're going to be slipping back to that, but just making sure we don't do it in other circum... other, you know, different circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Segregated bathrooms between men and women are even, like... A lot of places are having, like, just completely gender-neutral bathrooms. And my... um, I've had a lot of people... Just because bathroom was a big part of this movie. It, It really was, and it facilitated a conversation that changed a key plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I, the arguments for, um, what's it called, um, gender-neutral bathrooms, like, I've heard quite a few from people whose opinion I, like, really respect. Yeah. And, basically, I think there's a level of assuming that all men are perverts and rapists and, and, you know, and horrible people mm. going on. And I think that's an issue, but there's also the issue of people just prefer privacy in general. 
And that's fine. The thing is, go, <laughs> for most people, I would argue, going into the bathroom is something. You go in, you get it, you get it done, and you go out. Yeah, I don't exactly. care who's doing it in the next door. But because it's private, it has to be in some way unsafe. You can't have security cameras in there. Yes. Like, you can't... You run that risk. But I would rather piss on camera than (laughs) than put myself in a situation where I'm likely to get the shit beaten out of me. I don't think I'm likely to get the shit beaten out of me in a bathroom, especially when they could beat the shit out of me outside the bathroom, outside the building, in the car park next to the building that I was in, very easily, and they... Anyone could just go and do that. Yep. There's basically nothing stopping them. Yep. I live constantly in a in a society where I have absolutely no way to defend myself besides my own bare fists, and that is a that is a unsafe situation to be in. Assuming you know that what? there are people out there who want to kick my You'd ass, you'd be safer if everyone had guns. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's the argument. I know it's such a dumb argument. It, it's it's a silly argument, but. I, I sort of see why people can fall back on it. It doesn't... I, I think that the thing it is, often assumes that everyone is dangerous. And say, most people aren't dangerous. This is the problem. You're unlikely to get beaten up <laughs> in an alleyway or in a car park. It's mm. not statistically likely to happen to you. No. Because you are not of a minority. You're not um, a woman. You're... Um, I mean... Statistically speaking, just purely statistically. Speaking. Statistically speaking, though, being a being a white man puts me well above any woman. What for for likely to be bashed in a car park randomly? Bashed in a car park, yes. They're unlikely to rape you. They're more likely to rape the woman. True. That's fair enough. But, but you're also not part of any gangs, no. or you know, have any like debt to anyone. No, that's, exactly. That's why people get beaten up in car parks. That's why people get shot. Because of money and social politics. You have no money to take. Exactly. <laughs> and and to If you a had a gun, people, you're more likely to use it on yourself, is my point. And to a lot of people, I'm not even a big enough guy <laughs> that, it's, that it's impressive to have kicked my ass. And most most people looking for a fight, they're not like a big group of guys who are just like picking on one guy. It's a it's a group of guys and another group of guys both itching for a fight mm. who like start a punch on. Yeah, I tend not to surround myself with those kind of guys. No, or if you accidentally piss someone off, but most of the people time you bump into someone, you're like sorry, and it's like done, it's mm. done, and you walk away. Mm. So yeah, we, we've gone off on a pretty hidden figures, right? Yeah, hidden figures. Very well-made movie. How would you chalk it up to something... I mean, so, to me, it reminded me a lot of The Martian, but that one specific half of The Martian where they're trying to figure out how to get him back. I love space movies. Hmm. This didn't have quite enough space for me, but I, I, that wasn't the but movie. that was sort of the point. Americans yeah. couldn't get there. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much that the Russians beat them to space, but they're all, we got to the big rock in space first, guys, so therefore we won the space race, which was such a dumb What a thing. waste of money. <laughs> Look, it wasn't. I don't think necessarily a waste yeah, of money, no. but it was done for the wrong reasons, and it yes. spread fear and paranoia, and fuck people who do that. Yes, you're right. The space race was good because... Shit like satellites and all that kind of, you know, developed further because of the space race. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right. It was because we're going to beat them damn commies. Yeah. Who are, who, if we don't beat them, they're going to nuke us from space. 
Oh, you know, we've got to be scared all the time. Fuck that. And teaching those little girls to, to duck and cover in school. Look, I'm just saying, if a nuke is dropped on you... Duck and cover isn't going to fucking help shit. No, you're getting vaporised anyway. The only thing... And it's more for shockwaves. Yeah. But still. But even, even then, like... Watching the movie, though, it's... I know it's racism is a horrible thing. Just yeah. watching a movie like that, I always find interesting because that happened, and, it and happened. arguably it happened worse than it's depicted in this. This was the nicer end of racism, mm. as horrible as that sentence is. Well, because because that's the thing, and so much of this was dramatized, like well, the scene the scene with him. Um, using a crowbar to bash down the side. Uh, I reckon that it. definitely happened in no, that. No, Definitely happened. No, girl. you take it in by the drama of the film. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that's sort of like as much as I was like, it's a movie. They've got to make it seem more thematic and more intense than it actually was. That sort of annoyed me. I'm like, yeah, just, you- just show a picture of him using a fucking drill to unscrew the things or whatever, or like a, a wrench. No, Whatever see, the, the fuck they the, had back the then. The reason I don't mind it is because the way they did his character, it worked. Because he was the guy who came out and gave a speech every fucking scene he yes. was in. That's his job, though. He's he's <laughs> motivating the troops. But I, I never like thought, he... like, Sheldon could be bigger a dick either. Yeah, fucking well, Jim Parsons yeah. going out of his way to break character of, <laughs> you know, of being a smart jerk. Uh, yeah, yeah, real, real out of real out of the way. Look, I, I think Jim Parsons could like he was just cast because they wanted because people wanted to go. Oh, it's that guy from that show that Maybe. I like. I think he did good though. And he it, did it, really it a, well, and it's actually quite a different role to Sheldon. It is because he was very intentionally being a dick. Yeah. Sheldon's a dick because he's just bliss, like ignorant of everything. And as much as I knock that, the how how much it was trying to you know, like, tear jerk you with all these dramatic emotional scenes uh, yeah. that moment where he turns up at the end in, in the dark room and they've both been working late and he hands her a coffee yeah so good was so genuinely heart wrenching and lovely that like this movie set out like, achieved what it set out to achieve in that I went in there cold and cynical and not wanting to really and thinking this is an Oscar grab this is a you know, look at the bad plight of these people, you know, cry for them and then give them and then choose them for an Oscar. Sort of s- dumb cash grab sort of movies. Yeah. And then I came out of it genuinely feeling something. Yeah, I, I have to... Yeah, I was quite impressed. Of the three movies nominated for Best Picture that I've seen, this La La Land and Arrival, despite being a sci-fi nerd, this would be my pick for Best. Personally, I've, I've heard very three. good things about La La Land, and I don't think Arrival was ever going to win it because mm. it's a sci-fi movie. Yes, and I wish more sci-fi like that was made. But like, I've, I've complained about that movie enough. But man, they jump the gun at the end of that movie, and it's like, hey, look at that shark! It's right underneath us, and yeah. the movie's done. Yeah, yeah. It's just the end of that movie bothers me so much, and I hate that people praise it so much. La La Land, I really enjoyed. What's it right. about? La La Land, I enjoyed. Right. The thing with La La Land is it it was an enjoyable film that was well made, um, but was mostly forgettable. Right. Like, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are fantastic. I admired the... the thi- All right. The first 25 minutes, the last 25 minutes, golden. 
not even the first 40 minutes, the last 20 minutes, golden. But in between, it's just a bit slow. Yeah. Like, not a lot happens for a while. It's basically like a Snapchat of their lives. She wants to be an actress, he wants to start up a jazz club. Right. Um, and oddly, I thought it was a period piece, but it takes place in modern day. Right. Um, that's that's a good way to set up an unsuccessful jazz club. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in 2017. <laughs> Correct. Um, and um, in the if end, you have it's a successful really... jazz club. Don't email us. <laughs> <laughs> in the end, it's really satisfying. Yeah, it's a really satisfying movie. Um, but yeah, I, it, it just it, it it was this the opening number was really good. It's a musical. The right. opening number was really good. There are a couple of good songs throughout. The ending number's really good. There's like a huge gap in the middle where there's nothing. Yeah. And it's... But the thing is that they're mostly forgettable songs. Yeah. So a well-made, really well-done movie that's real solid, but, um, but yeah, just not, just not consistent. Do you think if the music was better, you'd rate it higher? Uh, probably. I think if the middle was a little more entertaining, I'd rate it higher. Yeah. Um... Because I'm sure if I listen to the music enough, I'd remember her. But, like, you watch a movie like the new Moana, the new Disney one, Mm. which you haven't seen. No. The music in that is freaking so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, like, I'll say, you're welcome, which is just, you know, a pretty common phrase now. But my mind jumps straight to one of the songs in that, and the song's stuck in my head instantly. Yeah. Sung by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) What? Anyway. Um, yeah, no. La La Land, I feel like I've complained about it when it's actually I had a lot of fun. Because I think I had a lot of fun because I really like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Mm. Um, they're two just handsome white people, but that's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I think some false controversy was brought up around La La Land. Um, that whippy van. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear it again? I do hear it again. I don't see it anywhere, Cal. No. I reckon it's like doing laps of the lake. No, that's very close. <laughs> that went by. No. Yes, no. it has to have. It's still going that way. It's still going the other way. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Wait, hang on. Oh boy, ice cream. I told you it went past. I think it went past, guys. I told we you. Missed it. Out. Oh god damn it. After this, can we? Uh, I'm going to Cold Rock anyway. <laughs> I've organised to go to Cold Rock with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Cal. Anyway, you know, then. Anyway. (laughs) It's going to be so fucking hard to edit. Uh, No, it's fine. Leave it all in. um, Now, have you seen the... um, Oh, fucking shut up, Carl. I can't think. (laughs) The one with Benedict Cumberbatch in it about the Nazi code. Uh, The Enigma Uh, thing. Imitation game. Imitation game. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of this. One person who's part of this persecuted minority group who has to prove themselves. But, I mean, he sort of had it a little bit more handed to him because he was just objectively this... Well, it it was a different character. Well, he wasn't openly gay. He wasn't openly openly gay and he wasn't... um, Like, he was just awkward. Yes. Otherwise, he had no real prejudices against him. No, this but it is... was still a tragedy story. It was still a look at the hardships went through by this person and this this group of people that he belongs to. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I think telling these kind of stories with those kind of like dro- backdrops are actually really, really interesting. Mm. Really good. 
Um, yeah, definitely. I think it was... Yeah, and, and this, this movie... Yeah, I had a... Like I said, it's my pick of the Oscar movies I've seen. I'd have to look at the other ones. I probably won't watch them. <laughs> I mean, um, we never do, because the Oscars do get involved way too much in the politics of today and in... Uh, the nominated for Best Picture was La La Land, Arrival, Lion. Actually, I did want to see Lion. Which one's that? Um, it's the one with the kid from, um, Slumdog Millionaire. I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> bubble, bubble wrap. Sing, single bubble. Yes, nice. Um, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures. For some reason it's labelled Hidden Figures M, all in caps, on Wikipedia, on Google, and I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, Moonlight, Hacksaw Ridge. Actually, I wanted to see that too. Yeah, that was um, the horror movie. Manchester by the Street, wasn't it? Fences. No, no. Hacksaw Ridge was the um, World War One <laughs> story done oh, by that was Mel it. Gibson, but had like had a good cast like Sam Worthington, Andrew Garfield. It's nice. about a guy who never used a gun but saved like twenty people. Yeah, yeah. You did tell me about this. So one, apparently, yeah. the little little religious element, but. That's fine. You can't really escape that. Like, Particularly that's... in stories from those times when everyone was religious. It's just what you were. Yeah, I mean, even in this movie, there was lots of religion going on. I just want to say, like, this is nothing about the movie. The movie was telling a story accurate, as you know, as accurately yeah. as it could, and that is. But anyone who says, people who are like, that, that priest in that church, yeah. where he's praising God for, you know, pulling, you know, giving blacks, blacks, yeah. Quotation mark. Um, you know, people of colour giving them more rights. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no. God did nothing. This is the hard hardships and work of individuals. Yeah. Stop giving the credit to some non-existent es- being. Especially characters like Patty, who... Yes. Who lived at home with a guy who just went and said things to his mates about how bad everything is and never actually acted on it. Yep. Like, this this movie had a, a good message about activism, a good message about pacifism, a good message about just generally fucking doing hard work. It was overall just a good movie. Yeah, that everyone can sort of relate to, which is why I am, you know, much less cynical about it going out of it than I was going in. Because I really thought it was just going to be all about racism. It wasn't at all. And no, it, it showed it showed both sides of it. You had a you had a you know you had a black guy who was he was a, well he turned out to be an all right guy. But, you know they let women work at NASA. You know that kind of thing. Well, because I I think the implication there was that what he meant to say was they let women work at yes. NASA, not yes. they let women work at NASA. Yes. Yeah. And poor poor turn of phrase. Yeah. But then but then you know obviously. There were no, like, outright racists in the white people. Either. No, because... There were just subtle racism that was built into society at the time, which is the ultimate problem. Mm. Which, I think some of those prejudices still exist today, but just not as forefront. Not They're not a forefront of society like it was then. I think if you if you got anyone who's our age... Yes. It doesn't exist. Uh, I, I For the most part, yes, but I think you'll still find... You'll find some that aren't like but, that. But that's the thing. If if you're finding one or two randoms, then it's not a deeply ingrained. No, it's it's a, it's a problem issue. in the older generations for sure. But I think I I mean I don't know. It, 
in Australia especially, I mean, so that, that's the thing. We know so little about the plight of, na- of Aboriginal Australians. Yeah. And I, I'd, I've, I reckon I've met two. Yeah, I ever. can't. Like that, like that's a handful. Yeah, and you, and that that's a big part of the problem. Yeah. I don't know what sort of genuine plight they go through. It's so, they, so they, we are so separated from that culture, especially in Victoria, that it really is hard to see any prejudices going on. Yeah, and I I think if we if we travelled if we went like up north, particularly Northern Territory, mm. um, even Queensland, we'd see a much bigger divide. Definitely. But I think that part of the reason, like, that that we've almost got it in a good way, like, like that we should, like, if, if there were people here that are part of that group, we wouldn't even treat them differently because we wouldn't know how to treat them badly. You'd have to, you'd have another couple of generations, I reckon, until it's gone entirely, that prejudice. But yes, I, I agree for the most part. With the younger generations, it gets better. I mean... I, but that's that's always how it goes. The younger generations progress faster than the older ones. It's, uh, like, it's how I, society develops. So, in on that note, hidden figures. Yeah, as as two guys who can't really speak on segregation entirely because we've never I was experienced say, completely foreign, and that's why I find watching this interesting because I know that happened. I know it was the norm, but it seems just completely alien it's, to me. Yeah, it's so alien. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you, any of you okay with this? Yeah. Yeah. Because we've... And, you know, if we were born in that time, no, we'd probably just be like, yeah, black string from those fountains. Yeah, probably. Even though that's fucked. Well, and, like, and that woman who... But I think um, it's a comment on society and how society is just completely... And uh, the woman who is Dorothy's higher up. Yes. Um, I genuinely... Like, when, when she was saying to Dorothy, I have nothing against y'all. Yeah. Oh man. I but I, 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 I believe her. That was Kirsten Dunst, wasn't it? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, she was quite good. Yeah, she was good. She was terrible, Mary Jane. <laughs> I always find it funny that they hired a, a a blonde to play Mary Jane, and then they hired a redhead to play Gwen Stacy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. A little bit. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I genuinely believed her. Yeah, that like if you're in that position, you're not gonna rock the boat for the people who are seen as below you. Nope, because you're gonna get fired too. Yeah, and that's the thing. And she she said that, but what um, what Dorothy's character said, I think, resonated even more. Was that I know you don't think you do, and that's I think what ultimately it it is. People don't. No one's like I'm a racist. No, no. But at some point, like. Adults are just bigger kids. Like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. No. And if things have always been that way, I can't blame someone for not rocking the boat. Yeah. But when it's, you know, when the boat's being rocked, you know, go along with it. Like, that's fine. Splash, splash. Which is what I think sort of... This this cinematic version of the civil rights movement sort of goes for yeah. is that one or two people like Patty came along and um, and Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. came along and did a couple of things and then everyone sort of went yeah we've never been for this you know now that the boat rocking is a normal thing yeah let's fucking tip the bastard <laughs> and and I've got I'd sort of 
I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I don't know whether to think that there's gen- that there must be liars here. Because there must be. There must have been people who, who lie about their feelings towards other people. But I just, I, I just don't know how many of those people genuinely felt any negative feelings towards black people at all. No. I think there's more. And then your hosts went on to talk for hours and hours about shit that has nothing to do with hidden figures. And Cal had to edit it all out. Fuck everything that holds society back. Um, yes. Yes, that, yeah. Great. Cool. What did you think of going to a nursery session of the movie? We were going to talk about this too. (laughs) So fuck it. I'm probably going to edit all that out. (laughs) An hour of that. (laughs) Because we're going to get booed off the internet. Why? Why all the time? I don't don't think that one was that bad. This is going to be their first 30 second long episode. It's fine. No, the opening was I, four minutes. But you're going to have to confirm this with me. I'll cut out what I think I should cut out. I'll send it to you. All right, I'll, I'll listen, listen to it. Because yeah. we didn't do that for the last one. We haven't had any angry comments, but I'm pretty but, sure I cut out things a lot more than I was planning to, just in case. Yeah, that's a good idea, man. <laughs> really, we're, 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 a, we're a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to talk to someone who knows their shit politically and... And have a discussion with them. Political podcast. The problem Mm. is most... You need someone unbiased, which is hard to find. I'm pretty unbiased. (laughs) Horse (laughs) shit. I mean, I try to be. I know I'm not. So not. Anyway. um, Yeah, what did you think of seeing a... So, we went to an 11am session. Yeah. There was a nursery session. No, did did you know that that's a thing? I knew... I, I had some vague knowledge that it was a thing. Like, I I'm sure I knew it was a no thing. No clue. So I mean, I just assumed that people went to them. Like, that, 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 like, the market sort of... And, like, the way our working hours work meant that more women who were pregnant went in the middle of the day than, than not. Yeah. Anyway... But, yeah. I don't, yeah. but no, it's a specific session, and for those who don't know, a nursery session, it's a session where you take your baby. So you can feed your baby in the cinema. The lights are left on, which mm. was really weird. So you can see what you're doing and shit. I, I, I had no problem with that, really. The screen wasn't dulled. It annoyed me if it was something like Star Wars. Something that was real dark. Something that was yeah. real dark, or, 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 I, or I really cared about. Mm. Like, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. This was a great movie, but... But, like, I, it didn't matter that the lights were on. It wasn't, like, this dark image or I needed to pay, a, like, super a lot of attention to it or I was going to miss it. Because I was going to miss all the maths in this movie anyway. Yeah. Another thing about this movie that was interesting was, like, how how much it had to communicate this language of mathematics to you without you understanding basically any of it. The, uh, and, and I think it did it really well in a really it, realistic way, except really for did. that scene where Sheldon was telling all, explaining in really simple terms to all these engineers what entry is yeah. <laughs> with a little model. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit dumb. But but even then, I'm like, you know what, it's fine. It's the first time they've done this. Let's pre- they're, they're probably all dumb. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, fe- it didn't feel like too dissonant from the narrative. No, but... no not at all. But yeah, so it was interesting to to know, to like, to learn about this phenomenon that the, the like that is a nursery session. Yeah, so there were maybe what, say, four babies, 
Four babies. Four, Four babies. So there, yeah, there was only like six groups of people. And I reckon there was one dude who was just alone. Who was sitting in the middle. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, like... Three the, old ladies who kept talking? Yeah, that pissed me off. Because I'm like, you're not even here because you have to be. <laughs> you're here because y- you haven't slept, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and I made a couple comments to you, but I, I was kind of like, if the old ladies are going to do it. I'm going to bloody disturb them back. I know I was coughing through it. Like, I can't really complain too much. And the bloody babies were crying. All Actually, they were fine. No, there was like two incidences that were sort of in any way distracting. But even then, it sort of gave you this weird feeling of you are present in the cinema. Yes. Like, you're not so immersed in the movie that you're disconnected from reality. You You were still invested in the film, but you felt like you were... A real person. Yeah, a real person <laughs> watching a film. It's yeah. weird, because that's normally what you try to do, is immerse yourself to the point where you forget about reality and have this escapist moment. And where babe, if babies or, like, people making lots of noise in the cinema pisses me off to no end. Like, you t- have your phone on in the cinema. You, oh, this shits me. If you're at the front, you turn your phone on full brightness and you're looking at it mid-movie. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you if you think you're more important. You're you're so important that you need to check your phone right this minute on full brightness. Yeah. If something is so important, you might get a message or a call. You don't go to the movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, even in this, I like I don't normally I turn my phone off normally, and this one it was on, like yeah. silenced, obviously. But like, because the screen brightness low and the lights were on it. Having it on wasn't going to bother anyone. Yeah. If someone could have been sitting in front of me with their phone on, I would not have cared. No. And weird, the weird thing with those expectations in place and with the lights on, like the expectation is going to be a nursery, the things that usually piss me off about going to the movies didn't bother me in the slightest. No. I, I'm i going to go out on a limb and say so that, I mean, depending on the movie, this might be a better way to watch movies. <sighs> I think it depends on the movie. I think for a movie like this, it's fine. Again, Star Wars would have pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, I but agree. I'm the guy who goes to the midnight screening of Star Wars. Yeah, so you're a fucking dork. Well, it's fine, man. It's not. Star Wars is a mediocre nah, franchise. Star Wars is good, man. It's a mediocre franchise. Nah, it's good, man. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do like that, that weird feeling of being immersed yet... Uh, lucid? Yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. You're not tied to it. Yeah. You're still there. Yeah. Yeah, it was strange. I, I, I wouldn't be against going to another one. Mm. No, I, I think we should make a habit of, of going to these. I, unless... There aren't that many, though, man. Little, there's, like, one one a week. Why wouldn't you just make all the movies that... All, all the movies that screen between this hour and this hour during the week? Let's get a quick idea. Let me look at uh, Village Cinemas. Because that's the cinema we're into. I prefer Hoyts, personally. But Not that either of them are paying convenience. Geographical convenience here in Melbourne. It's where I live in yeah. Melbourne. High Point. Closer. High Point is so much closer. So, well, let's look at Bendigo for the next three days. So far, what day is it today? Wednesday. Yeah. There is not a single nursery session for the next three days. See, that's silly. I feel like everything that screens at about 11 o'clock should just be a nursery screening. Like, why not? Yeah. And, and does this imply that you're not allowed to bring your kid to a different one? I don't think so, but I think it's to set in it, like, so you can feed your baby so you can still see. Because taking care of a baby's hard. You don't yeah. really want to take a baby to 
another movie. I mean, maybe you'd take it to a kid's movie. But, like, having to spend, the like, the first year of your kid's life, or even year and a half, basically unable to go out and do shit is fucking terrible. That's what happens when you have kids, Cal. Yeah, I know, but, like, there's some concessions that society... Like, okay, this is... At the risk of getting a little bit more political again... We oh, make, boy, we already cut out so much, Cal. Hang on. But, like, we make concessions for, for things that happen to a very small percentage of people. Yes. Yet we make no concessions for things that happen to roughly 48% of all people. And then they fucking did it again. From now on, whenever you hear one of those noise transitions, I'm just cutting shit out. I'm sorry. I don't know fucking jack shit about most things, so therefore I'm not going to glass a cunt over my beliefs. Brienne was really excited we were doing an episode on Hidden Figures. <laughs> she knew that this is what it was going to be. That it was just going to be political talk. I don't know she talk. did. Uh, <coughs> Maybe we should try and go a little over this week. How far over are we already? Ten minutes. To give me something to work Do we want to do 20 minutes of Hidden Figures? Yes. Okay, let's cut out the politics as of now. Who was your favourite character in Hidden Figures, Cal? I mean, I really liked, as weird as it sounds, the guy who just gave all the speeches. (laughs) You liked him because he hit down the uh, coloured bathroom sign, (laughs) don't you, Cal? Yes. Uh, I did like... I liked um, the pilot, too. Just because he was just... For no, like, seemingly no reason, just the nicest guy. The, um, cotton mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, he's I haven't really finished good... shaking everyone's hands yet. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no, uh, yeah, the, the, um... Yeah, yeah. The astronaut, yes. Yes, the astronaut. So, I thought you meant, um, the guy who marries the main character. No, yeah, he was also alright. Because he was just randomly the nicest dude ever, too. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and... But that's kind of like real life. You just meet people and either they're a dick or they're the just nice. Well, and you can't really knock a guy for just being nice. Nope. Because especially in that sort of segregation world, it does just imply that you're a jerk. Like, yeah. it was just, what's the harm in shaking someone else's hand? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. You nearly went into politics. I, yeah, skating on thin ice, man. But that's what these movies want you to do. Yeah, the, the, movies like this generate conversation. And that's, and that's a good thing. And it's good. It's so a very good thing. So we just cut out the bad things we say, and it'll be fine. No, look, seriously, like I, I'm gonna. This is gonna be a ten minute long episode by the time I'm finished cutting it. And we I don't for, even care. We talk, nah, man. We talk for like thirty minutes without politics. I think it'll be fine. I'm just yeah. So we're gonna get a good thirty five minute episode. Um, that's but fine. like, if I've cut out most of our political talk and this is just coming completely out of the blue, forgive me. We've just spent, like, two hours talking about real political shit. Yes. Go and watch this movie and talk about it with your friends and family. Yes. Yes. Talk about the political issues that are going on right now. Talk about the issues that went on back and then. And I think this parallels a lot of those issues nicely. This movie is a very well-crafted movie. It's a great remi- movie. It reminds me a whole lot of The Theory of Everything, the uh, the imitation game. Have you seen Apollo 13? No. You should watch Apollo 13. Cool. Kevin Bacon, Tom Hanks. It's the one about the failed Apollo 13 yeah, yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah, You know the... I, I, yeah, I know the one. Yeah. yeah. Really good movie. Cool. And it also reminds me of The Martian. If you <laughs> I was like, going to say, it reminds me of Apollo 13. So. If you like any of those movies... This yeah, movie will this be great, and you'll you'll really enjoy it. If you like historical story, because I yeah I had a, I had a lot like, of fun watching it. I didn't like feel cool great today, cars. but what? If you like cool old cars, 
You'll like this movie. Yeah, that's a, that, that was a pretty fun scene where they're busting. Actually, I like that scene at the beginning where they're fixing their busted car and the, yeah. the police officer comes up. Yeah. It, it was a good way to set the scene. Yeah. And, and, and the theme for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this was a really well-crafted movie. I don't think there was a bad performance amongst them. Nope, I agree. I, 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 I think that this isn't one of those Oscar bait cry for them no, victim I... stories that often is is uh, nominated for awards. No, and um, I uh, like I said of uh, uh, sorry of the Oscar nominated movies I've seen so far for Best Picture, this is top of my list to win. Do you reckon when yes. it comes to the Muffin Awards, the, the third annual Muffin Awards? Yes. That we'll give this one a, a, a go? I think I will have forgotten this movie exists by the time we get to the Muffin Awards. I agree. And I think something dumber and more fun will have occupied my mind between now and then. Probably the nice guys again. Is there a second one coming out? No. Kingsman 2 is coming out. Kingsman 2 is coming out. And Shane Black... Oh, I don't think that's coming out till next year. Shane Black's next movie is a Predator film. <laughs> nice. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to have to watch Predator. The first Predator's great, but I'm pretty keen just to see what Shane Black does with it. Yeah, man. I love Shane Black. It'd be really good. Yeah. Um, have you heard of any any movies that might be... Because I don't even know how the fuck like small festival movies and stuff work. But like, have you, have, have, is there any rumblings in the ground of anything good coming out in that front? Like, independent? Like, Well, like, I'm talking Swiss Army Man, Turbo Kid, Hunt for the Wilder People style movies. Right. One that came out last year that I meant to watch, and it's kind of related to this, called Operation Avalanche. Right. And it's about the faking of the first moon landing. <laughs> so it's, it's done like a documentary as if the first moon landing was fake. Oh, man. That's okay. funny. Apparently it's really good. I've been meaning to watch it. It's out now. Have you seen the, the Mitchell and Webb look um, no. skits on conspiracies? No. Because oh, there's one about them um, faking the moon landing. That's cool. And so they go... I'm just going to spoil this whole bit because there's a whole series of them and this isn't the funniest one. Um, yeah, they go... Okay, so we need to make we need to make sure that America beats the Russians to to the moon yeah. because politics. All right? Yeah. Let's, let's figure this out. How are we going to do it? How are we going to fake the moon landing? Okay, well, we're going to have to build a big fuck-off rocket. Because if we don't, everyone's going to go, well, how'd you get to the moon? And if we've got one, we can say, we got there in that big fuck-off rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, okay, well, so what else do we need to do? Uh, like, like what's, what's the biggest cost of, of actually going to the moon? The big fuck-off rocket. <laughs> well, okay, so what else is going to cost us? Well, I mean, arguably it's going to cost us more to, like, pay a whole film crew build sets and, like, feed everyone for, like, a week-long shoot than it will be to, to to feed, like, two astronauts and put them in, a, in the big fuck-off rocket we've already built. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about we just pop to the moon and fake the moon landing there? <laughs> I love it. It's, it's great. great. I've, I've butchered it, but it's really good. It's a really good thing. They've got a Princess Diana one. Nice. Um, getting killed. There's, yeah, there's a heap of great ones. Go and watch Mitchell and Webb look. <laughs> All right, Mitchell and Webb look. I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, Operation Avalanche, like I said, apparently it's great. It did the circuits at the Melbourne International Film Festival last yes. year. Right. Um, I've heard only good things. Cool. Apparently. So that might be worth a look, and it's also kind of linked to this. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, I don't really keep up with the indie movie scene personally. I I see the ones that like top that mountain. Hunt for the Wilder People, Swiss Army Man. I've been meaning to watch Lobster, which came out a couple of years ago. What's that about? Have you you haven't heard no. of it? Colin Farrell. I love it. Yeah, I know. That's automatically on board. It's in this weird dystopian future where... Mm. It's not really dystopian future, but mm. I, I feel like this would be a horrible place to live. It's right. in this world, right, where at a certain age, if you're still single, you go to this place. Um, it's like this big mansion building. I haven't seen it. I've been meaning to watch it. Um, and you're there at this big mansion, mm-hmm. wherever, and yeah. the goal is to find you a love there. Within a certain time frame, which I don't remember from the trailer. Right. If you don't, they turn you into an animal of your choosing. So he chooses that he'd turn into a lobster. What? I don't know, man. What? Apparently it's fantastic. What? <laughs> apparently it's incredible and apparently it's got a great ending. But that's the setup. That's fucking ridiculous. But apparently it's really good. Does the movie start with him being turned into a lobster? No, 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 no. It's him going to the place. Because he's still single. That's fucking weird. So weird. But like I said, it's really good as Colin Farrell. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I think I have to see this movie. Yeah. Holy shit. I have to see it too. I haven't seen it. That's fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay. I think that's probably enough. <laughs> Look, we're at 120 now. Yeah. So I think you can probably cut out 20 minutes of political talk and we'll be okay. Okay. I'm sorry, listeners, this is going to be a real choppy episode. It's fine. Or you're angry at me because I haven't cut anything out. Either way... I was going to say, I, I think I've been relatively fine. Yeah, but so do I, and we've said very opposing things. <laughs> Fuck, now I'm going to cut that! <laughs> Fuck everything. Thevideoshop.com.au is where you can find all the shows. Videoshop.com.au forward slash politics, where we're... No. Yep. Doesn't exist. Political podcast. Do, 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 do. Now I'm going to have to go create something for that with the political podcast. This was just a gag on the website. We're never going to do this because... We didn't do it for fucking... Every other one we've ever Brienne seen. Brienne Calendar's limited PTYLTD, whatever the fuck we did. I'm working on it. <laughs> actually, I've been meaning to put one on, because you can actually, on Zazzle, where you can find our store through mm. our website, um, you can get custom calendars done. Nice. I love that website. We're Zazzle. not doing it. No, but... Don't worry, Ben, we we're not can. doing it. No, we're, no. <laughs> I love that website. You can get freaking your logo just put on anything. It's good. So good. Not a sponsor, but sort of a sponsor. Well, <laughs> go to our website, thevideoshop.com.au, and click the link on the main page. Okay. We get a small cut if they buy something through that link. A very small cut. Super small. But, like, slightly more than if they just buy the product. Better than nothing. <laughs> Correct. Anyway. Um, At Sam Pratt White on Twitter. Yeah, go, go to thevideoshop.com.au. You know where it all is. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully there's a decent episode here. See you, nerds.